Hey guys, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Unknown Serial Killers. Once again, thank you guys for always tuning in and supporting my podcast. As always, viewers' discretion is advised because we are talking about murder, violence, and possible drug use. But before we get into that, of course, if you have missed any of the old episodes, please go back and check them out because you do not want to miss any of these. And if you are new here, I am your host, Asia, and we are here to talk about different unknown serial killers or people we didn't know that killed. This week, we are talking about Nathaniel Robert Code Jr. Nathaniel Robert Code Jr. was born on March 12, 1956 in Shreveport, Louisiana. Six months after his birth, his parents divorced so his great-aunt Josephine Code and his grandfather William T. Code raised him. As a child, Code, who was nicknamed Junior, was considered off by family members, noted for his tendencies to stop in the middle of his sentences and stare blankly into space for a while before continuing. He was also alleged to have set fire to animals. After failing ninth grade, Cole dropped out of high school. He began living with his uncle shortly after. So right then and there, already red flags. Burning animals. As much as I've talked about serial killers, I've never heard of a serial killing. Serial killer burning animals. I've heard of them killing animals or like drowning animals or shooting them with like BB guns and things like that, but never setting them on fire. That's new to me. In July 1975, Cold was charged with aggravated rape and burglary in connection with the assault of a 20-year-old woman on June 30th. He pleaded guilty to attempted aggravated rape in November 1975 and was sentenced to 15 years in prison. While still incarcerated in 1983, his birth mother died. Cold was released on good behavior in January 1984 and afterwards Cold got a job at Fitzgerald Contractors. But after, but after a 1985 incident where he attacked a co-worker over what radio station they would listen to, Cole was fired. On February 3, 1986, he married 27-year-old Vera Cole. So from right then and there, we can tell that he has a very short temper. Because over just a radio station, you want to attack somebody at work? That's crazy to lose your job over. But, you know, serial killers have very short span and everything makes them tick. Cole's first known murder was committed in 1984 when he was 28 years old. Sometime between midnight on August 31st, 1984, Cole gained entry to the home of 25-year-old Deborah Ann Ford by pulling open a screen on the bathroom window. After a confrontation in the living room, Cole bound Ford's hands and placed a gag in her mouth, then stabbed her multiple times and slit her throat, and Ford died as a result of her injuries. Cole then fled through the front door. During the time after the murder, Cole was not on a suspect list, and with minimal evidence to pinpoint the perpetrator, a reward of $1,000 was put forward for information leading to an arrest. Cold is also suspected but not confirmed to have been the killer in the murders of Westbrook 48 and Monica 
Burnham, 20. Burks was killed on June 24, 1985, while Burnham was killed just under a month later on July 18. A day after Burnham's murder, Cole killed four people on the same day. Vivian Shanai, 34, Billy Joe Harris, 28, Carthen Colbert, 15, and Jerry Colbert, 25. The murders were all committed in extremely brutal fashion. Cole had allegedly forced Vivian Shani to watch him as he slit her daughter Caroline's throat and afterwards forced her head under the bathtub water until she drowned. Two other girls in the home at the time, age 7 and 10, survived. According to retired FBI profiler John E. Douglas, the murder of Deborah Ann Ford and Caroline Colbert showed striking similarities in his words, mutilation, domination, and control of the victims, a calling card. If one occurred in Shreveport and one in Baton Rouge, I wouldn't hesitate. There's no doubt that the same person was responsible for both sets of murders. Code is also suspected in the 1986 murder of Johnny Jenkins, 54, and Jenk Mills, 60. Jenkins' body was found at 4115 Mile Street on February 21st, 1986, while Mills' body was found on 1549 Poland Ave on December 12, 1986. Cole was never officially linked to these killings, and none of his known murders occurred in 1986, the year he was married. On August 5, 1987, Cole beat and stabbed his grandfather, 73-year-old William Cole, to death. He stabbed him 13 times and bound and gagged him. Cole also killed two children that were present in the home, 12-year-old Joe Robinson Jr. and 8-year-old Eric Williams. Police noted that the brutality of the attack had made him speculate if the attack was personal. Following the last murders, an investigative team interviewed Code at the police station. At the time, he was only a routine suspect because of their relation to the one of the victims. Code's fingerprints were collected and were matched to evidence found at the scene and he was arrested. Following his arrest, another fingerprint sample matched a sample collection collected at the 1985 murders on Cedar Grove, proving his guilt in those killings beyond a reasonable doubt. Finally, with John Douglas' information that Motors Aberandi was the exact same to Deborah Ford's murder, Cole's fingerprints were compared and they matched as well. Following his arrest, family members and acquaintances of Cole came forward with their disbelief that Cole was a serial killer. Elsie Thomas, the co-worker whom Cole had attacked in 1985, described Cole as quick-tempered, while his wife described him as a good, caring man who would never hurt anyone and insisted on his innocence. In total, Cole faced eight counts of first-degree murder, but in the end, in 1990, he went to trial only for the murder of Vivian Shani, Billy Joe Harris, Careless Colbert, and Jerry Colbert. The trial began in September 1990. According to prosecutors, Code had stalked each of his victims at night while riding on his bike. 106 witnesses took the stand and more than 450 pieces of evidence were presented through the course of the trial. In the acquaintance of Code, Oscar Washington took the stand in late September and testified that between 2 and 3 a.m. on July 19, 1985, he saw Code with blood on his arm. He also claimed that Code had told him he got into a fight and had, quote, came out on top. Although on trial for four murders, the prosecution brought up the coroner 
who described all codes and murders, saying that they were all controlling and brutal. Cole chose not to take the stand, but his defense presented evidence that Cole could have not committed the murders due to the fact that it would take more than one person to kill four people at the same time. They also argued that if they were to be found guilty, Cole should be not sentenced to death due to him having several mental problems, including borderline personality disorder. The five men and seven women jury took only one hour to find Cole guilty of four degree, four first degree murder charges. He was sentenced to death. The following year, in July 1991, Cole filed an appeal in which he alleged that he had been overwhelmed during the course of the trial, causing him to make bad legal decisions. He also continually denied committing the murders, contesting that he could not have murdered four people at the same time. His death sentence was upheld by the Louisiana Supreme Court. In August 1994, a Shreveport judge scheduled Cole to be executed by lethal injection on September 29th that year. However, due to Cole planning to appeal to a federal court, the execution had to be postponed. A new execution, execution date was set for May 15, 1995, but it was delayed once again by a district judge who agreed to review documents in the case. In 2013, Cole was one of the three inmates at Louisiana State Penitentiary to file lawsuits against the extreme hot temperatures in the prison. According to them, they would suffer extreme heat as high as 195 degrees with the heat index in the summer and said it was a risk to serious harm or death. Family members of cold victims expressed their extreme rejection towards the request, mentioning what he did to put himself on death row. According to Albert Colbert Jr., the brother of Carfla Colbert, he lost all those privileges that you had that you and I had. He lost the air conditioning privilege, he lost that. The Colberts, we didn't put him on death row. He did that when he decided to take my sister's life and my brother, my niece, Billy Joe Harris, Deborah Ford, Mr. Williams, the other two little boys, he did that and now he got nerve enough. So they really don't want this man to get a life sentence at all. At this point, he's still on death row and his convictions include first-degree murder, four counts, attempted aggravated rape. And it is said that he has killed eight to 12 people. Now, I don't know about you, but I think he does deserve to be on death row. Well, thank you guys for joining me. I know I've been away for a pretty decent amount of time, but I'm back and we are going to continue this journey through all these unknown serial killers. I hope you will take this ride along with me. I hope you guys tune in next week as we uncover another unknown serial killer. And as I tell you guys all the time, please be nice to people because you never know who they killed. See you guys next week. Thank you.